The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. saved us from our sins, our lives are now in God. We desire the Holy Word to order where we trod. All for Christ, yet anything for self we count as dross. We're pilgrims with a crown With our Bibles open today to the book of Exodus, chapter number 10, we continue in our study through this book of redemption as we see God delivering the children of Israel out from under the house of bondage in the land of Egypt. We've come to chapter 10 and verse 24, that final encounter of Moses with Pharaoh. And we'll begin here after a short word of prayer together. Our Father, it is in Jesus' name I come. And Lord, I am thankful that you are God and beside you there is none else. I need thy hand and help today. Please assist me in the preaching. Penetrate the hearts of the listener with the word of the Lord. Please, Father, have your will and way in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Exodus 10 and verse 24, the Bible says, And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your herds be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. Our cattle also shall go with us. There shall not an hoof be left behind. Thank God. How complete is redemption if we were to consider the types again. There shall not an hoof be left behind. For thereof must we take to serve the Lord our God. 
and we know not with what we must serve the Lord until we come thither. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. And Pharaoh said unto him, Get thee from me, take heed to thyself, see my face no more. For in that day thou seest my face, thou shalt die. And Moses said, Thou hast spoken well. I will see thy face again no more. Thus the final encounter begins. This was the final compromise of Egypt that we just read together. It's the tenth meeting between Moses and Pharaoh and the fourth compromise proposed by this wicked ruler and rejected by Moses, the faithful servant of God. It ended in an ungodly rage and the godly resolve of Moses to see the face of Pharaoh again no more. The final consequence for Egypt is recorded in chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. Now in chapter 10, verse 29, Moses had said to Pharaoh, I will see thy face again no more. Yet in chapter 11, we hear him address Pharaoh once more concerning the tenth plague judgment. So then, the announcement made to Moses and recorded in chapter 11, verse 1, must have occurred before that final encounter recorded in chapter 10, verses 24 through 29. And chapter 11, verses 4 through 8, is the continuation of Moses' address to Pharaoh after he spoke the words, I will see thy face again no more. So the 11th chapter is really a supplement to the 10th. Judgment is foretold by the Lord, and Moses is exalted in the sight of the Egyptians. And God, in mercy, is giving the Egyptians a chance to come under the safety of the blood. Wonder after wonder, judgment after judgment, miracle after miracle had been performed in the face of Pharaoh and upon the land of Egypt and against the gods of Egypt, yet despite all of this, Pharaoh refused to recognize Jehovah and free the Lord's people, and instead hardened his heart. From one act of disobedience to the next, the wicked king would go, and thus he would choose to seal his fate and bring upon himself and his people the doom and destruction of the judgment of Jehovah. He first hardened his heart to the point where now the Lord hardens the heart of the one who continues to reject him. The final commandment in Egypt comes in chapter 12, verses 1 through 28. This is the commandment of God concerning the Passover feast of Israel. It begins the history of the children of Israel as a nation. Instructions are given regarding the Passover lamb, and protection is promised with the sacrifice and shed blood of the Lamb being applied. All of this points to Christ, our Passover, who is sacrificed for us. But then there's the final catastrophe for Egypt. Chapter 12 and verse 29. The death of all the firstborn in the land of Egypt makes for the tenth miracle and plague of God's judgment and the defeat of all the Egyptian gods. Would you look there, please, chapter 12 of Exodus, down to verse 29. 
And it came to pass that at midnight the Lord smote all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sat on his throne, unto the firstborn of the captive that was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of cattle. Whether you were Pharaoh or a prisoner in the land of Egypt, you were not left untouched. The firstborn of all in the land of Egypt died on that night. And now we've come to the final cry in Egypt. Look at it, please. Verse 30. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians. And there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where there was not one dead. When God judges, it is in severity. But thank God there was shelter in the blood of the Lamb. Now the final chapter in Egypt, we mean this as the chapter of Israel's long sojourn of 430 years in the land. The final chapter in Egypt is chapter 12, verse 31, down through verse 51. Look at verse 31. And he called for Moses and Aaron, this is Pharaoh, by night, and said, Rise up, and get you forth from among my people, both ye and the children of Israel, and go, serve the Lord as ye have said. Also take your flocks and your herds as ye have said, and be gone, and bless me also. And the Egyptians were urgent upon the people, that they might send them out of the land in haste, for they said, We be all dead men. And as you continue through the chapter, you find the Lord gave the people of Israel favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they lent unto them such things as they required. Whatever Israel needed, God gave them from and through the Egyptians on their way out. And in this final chapter, the Lord's power is to be recognized. Chapter 12, 31 through 36, the Lord's people are recognized verse 37 through 39, the Lord's promise, 40 through 42, and the Lord's Passover is to be recognized, verses 43 through 50, and it is the Lord's performance which is to be recognized in chapter 12, verse 51. Let's read it together. And it came to pass the selfsame day that the Lord did bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by their armies. The Lord had accomplished the salvation of his people Israel, and he brought them out from under the cruel bondage and bitterness of the iron furnace of Egypt. Thus Israel, as a people, are delivered by the Lord, and the hand of God is prominent. We come now to the second division as we have divided the book, chapters 13, verse 1 through 18, verse 27. And here, Israel as a people are directed by the Lord, and the honor of God is prominent. The Lord directs his people so as to separate them and remove Egypt from their hearts. He delivered them in the beginning so as to save them and remove them from Egypt's bondage. But now he directs them so as to separate them and remove Egypt from their hearts. Look at chapter 15, please, verse 11. 
Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Again, the honor of God. His hand is mentioned as well. Thou stretchest out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. And referring back to the redemption where God's hand was prominent in chapters 1 through 12, flip to chapter 18, verses 10 and 11. And Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord who hath delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of Pharaoh, who hath delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods. For in the thing wherein they dealt proudly, he was above them. The honor of God becomes prominent as he directs his people and separates them and makes of them a great nation. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748 or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com and finally brethren pray for us